When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans and joining me this week, as always, Jim Grant. Good evening. Hello, Jim. Good evening. Uh, and it's the author of uh, Nearly Reached the Sky, a wonderful book about uh, the time spent at the last stadium that we inhabited, the Bolin Ground in East London. It's Brian Williams. Hello. Sorry, I think I might be in the wrong place. I thought this was the Karen Brady Appreciation Society. But, uh... Uh, no, you're in the right place. We, we love Karen and all of her works oh, that's in good. this place. So that's we're good. Very much, we're very much in favour of uh, Baroness Brady in this place. Also joining us, uh, it's been a while since we've had him on the podcast. He is actor, comedian, actor, comedian, comactedian, and actom comedian. It's Phil Nice. Hello. Hello, Phil. Hello there. Everything right? Yes. I mean, it would be better if, yes. uh, you know, life uh, and this year and Brexit and everything. It's been, been an awful on. year. It has. It's been an awful year. Yeah. Oh, and our team as yes, well. Yes, yes, there's, there's, there's that as well. Yeah. Uh, we have three games to talk about uh, mm. during the course of it, because I think we might not have done one last week. So we have two Manchester United and one Arsenal to talk about. Mm, uh, yes. Manchester United away in the league. Uh, oh, Manchester good. United in the cup. And Arsenal at home. And, uh, yes... Um, when you say home, Phil, you mean at well, the London Stadium? Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It still hurts. It still wrinkles. No, no. It's still pain. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm furious. Furious about that. Um, huge, uh, huge fan and proponent of the, uh, the new stadium, aren't you, Brian? I think the problem was that the uh, Luftwaffe didn't actually do a good enough job 50 or 60 years ago, and they should come back and just flatten Stratford and have done with it. Strong views. Uh, Jim? Well, we'd have to evacuate it first. Oh, of course, of course. That normally happens about 18 minutes into yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah, need yeah, to wait good. until we're 5-0 yeah, yeah, yeah. down and then and then, and then, and then, and then bomb it. No, yeah. I'm not a monster. Yeah. No. no, 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 no. Um, so, uh, we, have, uh, we have that to talk about and, uh, well, we'll take it from there. Uh, so... Uh, let's begin discussing these football matches. Jim, you and I went to the Manchester we United did. away we league. Did. Fixture. We had 
lovely day out. It was a good day out. A lovely pub lunch in Sandback. 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 How much did they want for a pint? As a matter of interest. It what in the pub in Sandback? Oh well, we oh, got it. Uh, the bill oh. for our it's like got a tab, which has got a tab. Yeah, just yeah. put it on a tab. Yeah. Probably three pounds. Probably three. Okay. Well, but it was decimal. Yeah. It was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was rather nice. It was rather nice. Yeah. Um, I suppose, a roast, didn't I suppose it? It in a way, the the uh, all of these games can be taken as as. Ways uh, ways in which we discuss one particular sort of issue, which which is uh, the the pro- now proverbial word intensity, which is the new armchair football fan word for t- 2016. Um, last year, pundits were trying to get the press, uh, the, the press, press intensity as a kind of uh, as a word. Uh, it's migrated ad- from rugby intensity, hasn't it? That's a, that was yeah. a, that for a long while. That was a big rugby term. It, it, ma- I it guess makes slightly is- more sense in rugby, doesn't it? Because yeah. they actually do hit each other. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. momentum is just dead now, is it? That's momentum seems to have gone. Uh, yeah, it's it, like, it, a, in walks of like a swan pedalo sinking under the uh, waves of the River Lee. Beautiful imagery. Um, uh, you can see I, why you're a writer, Brian. Uh, That's excellent. I always excellent. quite liked bounce back ability. Bounce back ability. We should bring back. We should, that should bounce back. We should have the bounce back of bounce yeah. back ability. Yeah, By yeah. the scorer of the finest own goal, probably ever. Oh, yeah. we've yeah. talked yeah. about that many yeah, a yeah. time on this podcast, Brian. Yeah, a yeah. thing yes, of beauty. Beautiful. It's pretty. Clear, he obviously did forget which way he I was going. I believe that to be. I yeah. believe that to be yeah. true. The ball came yeah. over. And, yeah. uh, who was it? Yeah. Huddersfield had a head fight. Stockport. Stockport, Stockport County Stockport in the County. rain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, he rose. Majestically. Majestically above everyone in the penalty area. It's the most talked about goal in, uh, ever in Stop Hunger Time. Possibly, Stop yes. I, I think, think it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's did he break his leg at the same time? Ian Dowie? Yeah. No. I thought he, I thought that's the goal he scored and broke his leg doing it. Or something. Did he? No. No, I don't, no, I don't think But so. he did though, didn't he? Did scoring, he? scoring an own did goal? He? I thought did he, he, I thought he did. He I scored more than one own goal. I don't know. Uh, if you know anything about this, uh, uh, Robert this Banks, scenario. where is Robert Banks? Yeah, when he you would, need yeah, him? Yeah. he would. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do write in to stop yeah. Hammer Time, Hammer Time Towers, London um, W1B, BBC. Yes, but uh, on that Sunday game, you know, we were we were under the cosh a lot of the time, but mm. I thought we also at times played pretty well. We did. Uh, we we were okay. I mean, you and I said. At half time, because it was one all, wasn't it? Mm. I mean, it stayed one all till the end of the match. Mm. Um, they are, are better in midfield. They're winning the midfield battle. Yes. We were sort of we got that early goal. Uh, they were sort of better than us in midfield, and it was kind of even though that game was one all, was good result, especially given the result that was going to happen just a few days later up there yeah. playing more or less the same team. Um, we didn't have the intensity that was... No. Or the momentum. Or the momentum that sort of marked <coughs> when we had our first renaissance after, after our terrible start to the season, which reached its uh, sort of nadir with that Southampton performance in which Mark Noble, in the post-match interview, went, it can't get any worse. No, no, no. It then did. <laughs> you know, because simply through not being able to get worse, it, it got better and got better in spades. We drew the next week with Middlesbrough, which, you know, you should be able to do, but a team lacking in confidence, it was good that we got that draw. Then we beat Palace, and then we beat Chelsea in the Cup. And it was due to... Intensity, the yeah, the intensity, intensity. As, uh, was absolutely there in the Palace game, wasn't it? The, the snapping into tackles, putting pressure on, yeah. and, and so on. Um, I mean, what it means, I suppose, 
intensity is pressing the other team, trying to close them down, and it's playing. It's what we did last pace. season. Yeah, yeah. And we're not doing it a lot consistently of the time. There this were, season. There were, there were moments last season where, you know, uh, we, 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 we were pretty poor. I mean, Watford away, for example, I think uh, that Swansea game at home was dire, wasn't it? I mean, you know, there, there were some moments. Yeah, but we did it we were... more often than not, yeah, I think. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, we took chances, and we, uh, which we've not done this, <laughs> yeah, this season. Yeah. We, we also had Dimitri Payet last season who looked like he was interested yeah, in playing for yeah. us. Yeah, is yeah. He, and is he, he does not for us at the moment? Or yeah. not, Clearly not. No, I've not noticed I mean, him. He, <coughs> you know, again, he, he, he has all these statistics to do with kind of assists and stuff like that. He still yeah, but if you take highest. every corner and every free kick and everything yes, going, you're going to be yeah. top of the assists. Yes. I mean, look, all of us around this table are old enough to remember when assists just never existed it was no. you scored a goal maybe though you get a mention in the paper that somebody created the chance but there's crap about assists well i don't know where well, it it's came an from, american thing isn't it yes mm-hmm. and it's been adopted obviously on mm. on the various mm. sort of football games and it's nonsense it's a, a totally meaningless meaningless statistic it's like yards covered by somebody running around i mean when iu came on against arsenal he, I mean, he was a headless chicken act par excellence. I haven't, I haven't seen anything like since John Moncur. But his effectiveness on the game was considerably less than John Moncur's ever was. At least Moncur would get himself booked in the first 30 don't, seconds. Don't dare say anything against John Moncur. <laughs> I love him. I love, I love the man to bits. We love John Moncur. We love John, we love John Moncur. Yeah. My daughter's favourite ever cuddly toy was called Moncur. No, uh, that's no, very, that no, shows excellent yeah. judgment. Uh, all, all, all West Ham parents out there, by the way, a very good way of, of kind of just inculcate, just infesting your children with a love for <laughs> West Ham is to uh, get them to name all there. She had a big rabbit called Devonshire, a big kind of cuddly dog called Bonzo. You know, you just, uh, you just, just choose players' names. She's a lesbian now, isn't she? <laughs> 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 Did she come to these names herself in any way at no. all? No, no, of course no, not. Just named of course not. Jim just no, named Of course them. not. Just imposed. So no. you, you yeah. didn't allow her to kind of choose her own name no. ever? And that, to this day, she, she hasn't got a clue. I mean, half, half of them were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of them were low knees, weren't they? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just a kind of, it's like a, it's like a sort of osmosis thing. It's just, a kind of, yeah. kind of, it's just like penetrating yeah. the consciousness, you know? You didn't have a wobbly man that fell over regularly called Kelly, did you? <laughs> <laughs> um, a weevil. Like a, a, a weevil. Well, they don't fall down. That's the, no, they have yeah. bounce-back ability. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very much yeah. so. Yeah, very much so. So um, that, folks, is synergy. So, um... Yeah. Uh, but we had a better second half, didn't we, in we that league game? We had a better second half. And, I, I mean, actually, I said to, I think I turned, said to you, if I were a Man United fan, I'd be really disappointed the way they came out in the second half. They, yes, yes. They were sluggish, yeah. and it was almost as though they thought that, you know, we only just have to come back out and play mm-hmm. another 45 minutes and we will win. Yeah. And they never got their foot properly back on the gas, did they? And no. actually, you know, I would say in the last... They had chances, obviously, but in the last 10 or 20 minutes, I thought, you know, we felt slightly the more likely yeah. side to Randolph score, actually. Randolph played well, though, didn't he? Yes, 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 yeah, he yeah, did. Um, I mean, he's definitely number one now, isn't he? It would seem so. Yeah. Uh, but and right, rightly so, I would say. I mean, uh, you sound slightly cynical there, Phil, as if maybe... Uh, no, I mean, I think, they're pretty, I think they're pretty even, those two, I think. Uh, uh, I yeah, think but one of them's mental. 
Well, I mean, he just ran out for that. When he ran out He's for that goal against... He's made a few against, uh, Who was that he ran out? Um, Stoke. 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 He, I, I thought he was going to come and join us in the um, the cop, as they uh, call it now on the, uh, at the news ground. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, but I think there have been issues b- with the communication between cent- center, central defence and goalkeeper all, all season, actually, though, mm. it seems to me. And, it, they're, they're, it, it, you know, Randolph is a decent keeper. I think Adrian's actually a decent keeper. Neither yeah, of them are sort of top-half Premier League keepers, though, I don't think. No, uh, those are difficult to get. They're hard they to come by. We can't but just have Courtois. We can't get, you know, Buffon at his peak. We can't. No. We, we're, we don't have the money to have those guys. They're... they're they, you know, like the way, the, like the way good footballers cost a lot. Good goalkeepers cost a lot. As and well. yeah, it was De Gea, wasn't it, in that that game at Old Trafford, who made the mistake that sort of let Fletcher in. That was a really yeah. pretty piss poor piece of goalkeeping. It was, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. similar to the one the Liverpool, the similar error to the one the Liverpool keeper made against Bournemouth, wasn't it? Mm. But would you not say that that Adrian last season was kind of uh, was a top half goalkeeper? Yeah, yeah. And I thought it's changed. I think yeah. he's kind of he's not as good this season as he was last season. Well, I think he, you know, after our first, you know, mm. the defence works as a unit, and in those early games of this season that the just defence as a unit was not working well and I think there's a it's huge knock-on effect from lack of uh, full backs that, that makes the sort of central defenders feel kind of insecure uh, we had Collins in instead of Ogbonna although Ogbonna was very poor against Arsenal which we'll come to um, and you know I think that sort of bleeds through to the goalkeeper in a way and then once we got good once we started playing three at the back and bought Obiang then Adrian was good again and had a couple of you know real man of the match performances and uh, you know it's only really that oh that Stoke. mistake against Stoke was a disgrace I mean that well, that was beyond well, actually, you know when he ran out I thought you know oh, this is going to be tight but he'll get it and then he didn't get it and and I was like, oh, oh shit, he didn't get it. No, he really didn't. didn't. In, <laughs> re- in real time, at this end of the pitch, it looked, when he made his run, I thought, yeah, I can see why he's running out for that. But, you know, mm. it was sort of, when I looked at it again on Match of the Day, there was sort of cover behind him and he just didn't need to run out for it. But There's a lack of confidence running through the team and, you know, goalkeepers are crucial yeah, position yeah. in terms of confidence, yeah. isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah, there's a nerviness, isn't there, throughout the whole team, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think when you feel part of a, a unit, part of a defensive unit, if, if other parts of that kind of uh, um, organisation are failing, you, you know, you... You know, you overcompensate, or or, or you you suddenly don't know if someone's going to do something that you would normally expect them to do. You know, it, I think it's it's hard. The defence works as a unit. Mm. Well, it's a bit like when you're driving a car, isn't it? You expect the person behind you to be responsible for not running into the back of yeah. you. If you're playing in the back four, you expect your goalkeeper to do what goalkeepers generally are supposed to do and stay in the confines of their area. And Adrian is not averse to go and walk about. And against Stoke, he went seriously AWOL. It, it, was, it was very poor, that. It was very poor. That wasn't mm. good goalkeeping. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I've seen good keep, keepers do that. You know, both Schmeichels do that, come out, and, you know, they make it. But quite often only by the skin of their teeth. So you count how many mistakes I think a keeper makes in a season, don't you? And... and Adrian, I believe, makes more than his fair share, to be honest. Well, well, so, 
but then we've got Randolph, who you know, I'm not, I'm not sure is is you know sort of infinitely better. Well, he's not Phil Parks, yeah. but I think he's 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 more solid and consistent. Mm. Uh, he's un- he's less likely to make the spectacular save. I mean, Adrian's save away at Everton, I thought was a remarkable save. Mm, mm. Um, the one of uh, Bart, where was it? Barkley. Barkley, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we um, we then played Manchester United again uh, in the week. and uh, Well, scarcely. Yes. I didn't even watch it on TV, but oh, uh, Jim, God. you watched it on TV. I did, and, I did. And, uh, uh, you yeah. were appalled. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think, I, I think it was an appalling performance hmm. on every level. I mean, uh, just uh, for sheer incumbent, the, the passing... The lack of lack of uh, well, the lack of intensity was obvious. I mean, it, they really just did not, in the cliched terms, turn up, turn up. at all. Well, when and, Creswell and went off, we just fell apart. Yeah, absolutely really. fell to bits. And actually, I, I feel we we got away with four one. Well, it was wow. reminiscent of the Man City uh, League uh, Cup semi final. Eight one would have been really? a fairer reflection of how bad we were, to be mm. honest. Mm. And they ju- they didn't, re- you know, they just didn't need it to. It made them look. It was good. a training game for them. It was they didn't break sweat. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and they had a bit of you know one one of the interesting things they they did that time come out of the second half score straight away. I mean they were they 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 were on it. Yeah, and yeah. they were on the front foot a bit more. Um, yeah, and, um, they were a good team. I mean you know you and I you know you and I said yeah, not a great uh, team. No, they are quite a good team. They're not a great team. No, but they're you know they're they're it's voguish to sort of poke fun at Manchester United and go you know the glory days have gone and everything but that's that's you know they spent a lot of money on those players and there's a lot of they, they can all, they can play a lot of those guys on the pitch and they were in the one all which we did see which you and I did see mm. at the end of the first half in which it was 1-1 and we had on paper held our own and anyone that didn't say the ga- see the game would have gone well <coughs> two evenly matched teams you know, I think we went in going, they're better than us. Yeah, they, 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 uh, in us. the league game, yeah, they, they should have been comfortably ahead at half-time. Mm-hmm. They didn't take their chances. There were a couple of good saves. The second half, we competed a bit better, and they, yeah. they, they, they seemed to took their, take their foot off the pedal. But it's honestly... And to, to me, Pyatt... Now, yeah, we all love it, it, what Pyatt can do, and, and we've seen him do some fantastic things in the West Ham shirt. So, however, his performance on Wednesday night was disgraceful. In mm. my view, I agree. Um, I have rarely seen a player in a West Ham shirt look less interested in being on the pitch playing mm. for West Ham. Just about every pass he made went, went to a Manchester United player. It's, at times, it was like he was playing for them. Yeah, um, you, know, you know that that kind of oh, I'll try a little trick, lose the ball, shrug my shoulders, and stand there as mm. the mm. as the now. You know, if you flash back. To my first really vivid, Phil, we went to that yeah. game at Arsenal last season, the first game of the season. My first really vivid impression of Pyatt in a West Ham shirt was quite a muscular player who, in the first half, knocked the ball past Koscielny, took him on in a foot race, yeah. and just muscled him out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and, you know, and um, you remember him at, at, at Anfield, you know, tracking back. Those, he was the, running he, everywhere. He, he played, you know, wide, wide in a lot of those games in the early part of last season, and he, you know, he put a shift in, mm. and he can do it. So we know, we know as well as all the tricks, but he's not just a fancy damn player. No. He's got it in his locker to really commit and, and be part of a team and uh, he just didn't look as though he wanted to be there I mean it took me back to um, when Defoe wanted out at the start of the championship season 
um, uh, after yeah. the 2003 mm. relegation, mm. and you know that that was that time he got himself sent off against West Brom. Well, and Walsall. Oh, Walsall. Uh, well, I, I, I think it might have been too, but it, certainly we, um, Zoe and I went to um, that Walsall game, and uh, you know he basically stood around, and then I half expected Pyatt to kick someone. You know, just to get, just to get, just get off. To That's what it face, felt like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, um, I mean, this I, goes I, back I, to sort of some of the. I know it's been discussed a lot on the podcast in in the past about the West Ham way and the tricks and flicks and the Allardyce uh, attitude seemed to be that that was what he thought the West Ham way was all about. It's not, is it? We all know that no. it's not. We don't want to see somebody doing tricks and flicks when you're giving the ball away to a Manchester United player at Old Trafford who's then going to smash it in the back of your net. And Paye must know that. The, the way he's playing at the moment, as you know, you so rightly say, Jim, he's not getting his head down, he's not working. It's just, I'll do a step over, I'll, do, you know, I'll, I'll try a fancy trick. And then when it doesn't work and he loses the ball, it's gone. And, you know, it happened against Watford particularly. I mean, the story was, of course, that Watford were so pissed off at the the stepovers that they rolled their sleeves up and said we'll yeah, do this lot yeah. and they did yeah. and yeah, um, yeah. I, you know at the moment for a lot of the game we're carrying him we're ten men mm-hmm. yeah, he's not involved um, and you know comes alive when he receives the ball um, and he's you know naturally you know for fine space from time to time but. Um, you can't. You can't at this level carry a player. I like wonder. That. I, you know. I wonder what's happening. I wonder what's happening. You know. Uh, perhaps we need to talk about the Arsenal game, which doesn't really take much because a lot of the issues are the same as uh, the other games. We against Arsenal. I thought we. Um, you know, again, the, just the intensity wasn't there in the first half against Arsenal. We were better in the second half, in which we conceded four goals. Uh, yeah, the, the three of them late on, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. that that performance actually was better than the one in midweek, and it, it better than the, than the five ones scoreline actually f- reflects. I think, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. No, okay. um, uh, but I thought we were poor in the first half. I thought, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and the, yeah, right. um, the 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 the. The way our poorness was characterised was a lack of the proverbial intensity. I yeah. thought we um, yeah. we were doing everything, but you know, about fifty percent. We well, just we weren't didn't... passing very well at all. No, no, so that's one thing we weren't doing. Well, speed of thought and oh, Arsenal you know, were playing a different game, weren't they? As you say, Phil, speed of thought, speed of action. It was taking us about twenty-five minutes to get from yeah. the back to the front. Ponderous. Arsenal, yes. two, um, two or three, ching, 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 yeah. bang, and they, they were but, through. But Antonio, Chiarte, Cresswell, yes. they're massive misses, misses. and yeah. Yeah. you know they really are. But I, I mean, felt, but I felt, you know, and this is kind of probably symptomatic of the malaise rather than you know. Accusing certain players in particular, but I, I was very disappointed in Fernandez and uh, Fletcher in that first half. Who I thought these are people that are being given a chance. They're stepping up. They're in the first team. They're kind of starting, and they weren't closing down on the last defender or the goalkeeper. You know, it's like Fletcher. You know that. You no, know, Zaza's game against Crystal Palace. Uh, I think you've been. Bit he, harsh on Fletcher. I thought he worked his. Oh, I thought it was appalling. I thought he. Well, I didn't think it was appalling. I thought he was just not doing some very basic things. And one of those things is show some enthusiasm when you get a, a place in in the first team. And I just, oh, I, I, I wish someone in the front line had oh. closed the goalkeeper down or mm. closed down the defender the goalkeepers rolled the ball to. And that's what intensity is. That's what it is. And I thought they, I, I didn't think those two guys. 
you know, I'm not sort of accusing well, I, them because I, I hate I, them and I personally have a sort of vendetta. I, I, I don't was, know those guys and I want them to be I good. was intense when he came on, but he was totally ineffectual. But in, but it doesn't matter if you try and well, run I think at he the does. Goal, if you try and run at the goalkeeper. Di Canio used to run at the goalkeeper all the time, and ninety percent of it, ninety uh, percent of the times he did that, nothing happened. So in, if, if if Brian in that book that goes, well, he didn't do anything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's ineffectual. It's just the fact <coughs> that one time in ten, the goalkeeper will hit it against you, and it might bounce off your ass in the goal, and that's why you do it. It's Harry the other team. Pressure them, cause them problems, make it difficult to play against but them. And not. in that first half, we didn't do that at all. Someone said that, you know, they watched that game on TV and Glenn Hoddle was like, you know, colour commentary person or something. He went, Arsenal don't have to run. No. He was going, Arsenal don't even have to run in this game. Yeah, and I that's wouldn't. not closing down. That's called not closing the other team down. If the other team has so much space and you just let them play in front of you like we did with Arsenal. And I genuinely thought that, that I was genuinely disappointed in our kind of, you know, they're not debutants, but they are debutants this season. But both of those two guys, I thought, what is the malaise that's making young, keen debutants not Run around like great they've caught it from the others. Yeah, they've caught it. Well, I think if that is the case, I think I think I think you are a little bit being a little bit. I think I think Fletcher Sacco apart, and you know, in the brief glimpse that we've had of him, um, uh, Fletcher has looked the best of a best of a bad bunch in in uh, up front, um, and I think I I, I thought that I'd did pretty well second half especially um fernandez i quite like i, I, I just feel sorry for him because he's he, he's played just about every position apart yeah. from goalkeeper you know uh, he, um and to be fair to fernandez he was he did put a shift he was about the only west ham player who put a shift in on um obiang and, and fernandez were the only two getting about the pitch and trying on wednesday yeah, I think it's been terrific. Obiang's hammer of the year so far yeah, for absolutely. me. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in fact, I, you know, against Arsenal, we were better in the second half. We were, and yeah. Fletcher closed the goalkeeper down once or twice. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which he didn't do in the first mm. half, and that's my criticism. Why isn't he doing that? And like Phil, you say, you know, somehow there's a malaise that they've these two. You know, God, if you can't exploit the keenness of debutante footballers to sort of help dig you out of the hole. Yes. That they somehow come out and just saunter around the pitch. They, which is what and they've they got they brains. Yeah. They, they, you know, they don't... It's ridiculous that you, 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 as a professional footballer, you should go off at half-time and have the manager have to tell, tell you, you to, to do, do that. that. Yeah. That's rubbish. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that's I, what know. I mean about Fernandes and, mm. and Fletcher. I don't have any personal... I don't hate them. I don't know them. Uh, but it was part of that malaise in the first half. And, and I, I thought they were... As guilty, kind of, and and given that they should be very enthusiastic, slightly more than some of the other guys of of that. In know. the second half, I think we uh, we did come out f- sort of and harried them more than yes, we definitely had at all in the. But first they presumably half. got a rocket at a half time. Yeah, I would hope but that, so. That, but the point is. You know, it should be right at them. It's a London derby. You're trying to bounce back after a defeat midweek. You you should be right in their faces from the word go. It's the only chance you've got of beating the Arsenal, isn't it? Of getting right in them and and you know breaking up their their rhythm. Yeah, but the argument, of course, against that is that if if you come come on to Arsenal and they play through you, and they were playing, (laughs) and I can imagine 
you know, the kid's going to get a right rollicking. He goes off, well, look, I was, ch- I was chasing the keeper down. I didn't tell you to chase the keeper down. I told you to pull back into midfield to stop Arsenal playing right through the middle. Well, that's, I, the, I, that's I, an I, issue then, whether it is the tactics, whether we're, 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 you know, suffering from some new bad tactics, because certainly pressing the keeper was part of what we were doing last game, last season with our pressing game, which was very successful. Maybe we should, before we... Uh, sort of move on uh, to perhaps dissect the problems of, uh, of these last three games as a whole and also the problems that are facing this season, we should just take a small break, which we'll do right now. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203-817-4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Welcome back. Um, judging by the, the, on the Facebook group, uh, there was a kind of return. Oh, judging uh, talking about the Facebook group, why don't we uh, say happy birthday to Matt Liston? Matt Liston, happy birthday, Matt. One of the uh, sort of earliest kind of members of the Facebook group and listeners to the podcast. Matt, of course, uh, got Reading FC. Yes. To uh, acquire uh, a signed picture of Jimmy Kebe uh, to yes. send to Jim, which Jim is a, is a private place in your yeah, still a yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Liston, practical joker, poetry yeah. hater. Yes, absolutely, yeah. a wonderful mm. man. Uh, good on you, Matt. Um, on the Facebook group recently, I've noticed a return to uh, the vulgularization of uh, <laughs> very uh, interesting vul- vul- word there. Vulgularization to do with Star Trek of other teams. No, that's uh, what they made rubber tyres out oh, of. All right, okay. Of other teams' names in order to insult them. Oh, uh, all right, okay. There's a post that said, "We've got Man City in the cup. I really wanted Millwank." Um, yeah, no, so we've got Man Shitty. Man Shitty, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll just uh, get in my TARDIS and go back to 1969. Had, yes, we've had, ch- you know, Chell Scum. is is one you get quite a lot. Tot Scum as well. Uh, and there was one uh, after the Manchester United game, which was um, um, someone referred to Moan United and Jose Horino. Nice. Uh, and um, like it. I just thought we'd do a little quiz of uh, the vulgularization <laughs> of some well-known familiar football ah, okay. team names um so let's let's start let's start um let's start with you jim jim what's what's the what's the standard vulgularization of uh, peterborough united Oh well, they are they are the posh, aren't they? Yeah, but well, that's I don't a nickname. Don't, yes, no, that's yes. not a vulgarisation. Yes. No, well, I was just you know yeah. I was just buying yes, time buying whilst time. I actually <laughs> did no. some thinking. You've got every right to buy uh, some time. Peterborough United. I'm not mm-hmm. sure I know that one. No, no. I, I, no. Do, do we bother? It, Jim, vul- it's, it's obvious. I'm surprised that it passed you by. It's obviously Peterborough United. Oh, Peterborough. Uh, Peterborough. Yeah, Peterborough. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Phil, because uh, you're from South West London, uh, South East. Well, South East. Yeah, you're South East. Uh, 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 AFC Wimbledon. Uh, do you know the class at the stand? Standard vulgularization, and I mean the standard one. There's a couple of rogue vulgularizations uh, of it. AFC Wimbledon, any, um, any thoughts? AFC. Shall I help you? Yes. A foxy Wimblehorn. <laughs> a foxy Wimblehorn. I don't know why that didn't trip off my tongue. No, no, no. It's it, that's the standard vulgarisation. Uh, and Brian. I believe I believe House Style in the Guardian. As yes, well. yes, very much so. Uh, as a guard, as a Guardian writer, Brian, you'll uh, you'll you'll hope I hope know this one. Uh, Oh well, actually no. Let's uh, let's uh, let's 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 throw this open. Um, yes, the Hamilton Academicals. What's the uh, what's the um, what's the 
I'll just tell you. Horse stab tits, fuck, rape, child, kill, fraud. <laughs> Horse stab tits, fuck, rape, child, kill, fraud is uh, Hamilton Academic. Because right. there's a lot of syllables. Um, right, right, right. Okay. Uh, Brian, Lake Orient. Mm, hopefully the new tenants of the London Stadium. But ah, that's yeah, not yeah, so much an insult, yeah. that's more of a curse. Mm. It's latent sex offender orient. Latent sex latent offender sex. orient. Oh, okay. uh, oh, and, get um, out of town. Where are you getting, where are you yeah, getting this material the, um, from? <laughs> this is not uh, This is not daubed on the walls, I see. Oh, it is, it is. <laughs> um, the Spanish team, Sevilla. 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 Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you. Okay. Jimmy Savia. Jimmy Savia. Jimmy Savia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is the name of that. Um, so uh, th- those are the those are the vulgarisation of uh, popular football team names. Yeah. Uh, and we hope yeah. for we hope for more over the ensuing weeks. Yeah. Um, you don't have to bother with Scunthorpe. No, no, no. that's right. There could be a whole slew of uh, rival teams uh, next season if we end up playing in the championship. Mm. Uh, Actually, while we're on Scunthorpe, well, let's not have a word against a, a team with the nickname of The Iron. The Iron. No, 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 no. One absolutely. of four that plays in Claret and Blue. Claret and Blue. Yeah, oh, yeah. And we know the, the word, the naughty word in the middle of it. But, uh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Up the Iron, that's what yeah. I say. Uh, Clyde Rhino Longcake has yes. connections with uh, Scunthorpe. Was he steward there or something? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, I think he was. So we are. I think we're. Uh, we're, we're our hand is is um, hovering over the panic button after those results at the weekend. We, you know, uh, yes. we did well to get that point. We knew it was going to be a hard run of games. We've got a hard one coming up at the weekend. Um, well, it, in my head, that's a write-off. To be honest, yes. I mean. Um, I think that's. I think we'll get mashed. Well, they yeah. they must be really dispirited by their their. Um, well, they'll bounce back. They'll ba- they'll have bounce back ability. Or, we won't. Or they'll they'll have lost their intensity and their momentum. Well, it certainly did at the end. And intensity. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget yeah. the intensity. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, and the help. What caps. what do we think might be going on or might be going wrong? It feels like. I mean, certainly well, talking, did, talking of Pie. It feels like there's something, something might be happening kind of behind the scenes that, that's undermining everyone's kind of confidence I think, and well, camaraderie. I think there's a sort of second season syndrome, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, that, 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 and I think, the, I think the move has been discombobulating for, for, to put it mildly, for everyone. And I think that's translated itself into, onto the players, into the pitch. Talking of the pitch, I mean, the one thing that we could have done to, uh, you know, at least kind of replicate some sense of playing conditions from the bowling ground would have been to keep the pitch the same size. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They're playing on a much bigger pitch. But, I mean, and there's I playing that, staff you know, problems as well as the pitch. So. I know, I'm not saying yeah, the pitch yeah, is the yeah. cause. I'm just simply saying it's, um, it, it feels... I think it's a factor... We did um, start the season. We, I mean, we started. You know, obviously, we we can't go completely back to the beginning. We started the season with uh, a completely understrengthened team, and that was uh, due to a kind of tragic summer transfer window that and was like injuries a, as a cluster. Injuries kill you. and injuries. Yeah. I mean, injuries um, are a problem. We, however, they seem you know, to be a big problem for us, particularly yeah, as well. I mean, yeah. I don't know what why that should be. Yeah, but Arsenal have had year. eight players out on on Saturday. You know, yeah. they had a lot of their players missing. Yeah, but yeah. they've still got a soul, haven't <laughs> yeah. they? And we haven't. Well, had they've got well, a squad. I mean, they've got depth. We still don't yeah. have a depth of squad. No, we don't. Um, we, you know, but a lot of what, 
you know, the, the team last year should have probably comfortably dispatched Middlesbrough, but, but pleasingly we stopped the rot with a one-all draw, which was very important sort of spiritually and gave us a kind of foundation for the next couple of games. However, we've just backslid uh, to expressing the kind of problems that we had before we rallied with the increase of intensity, or as I call it, trying harder. And, yeah. and why he doesn't want to be there, does he, clearly? No, I and wonder what it is. I wonder why not, though. I mean, I wonder what's... Well, I you suspect know, I, he was probably tapped up after the Euros, and the season he had last year by some big clubs and who offered him some serious money... West Ham, no doubt, slipped him a, a bonus worth having because if we'd have sold Paillet before trying to sell 52,000 season tickets, there would have been uproar. Paillet is there. We are now supposed to be at the next level. We're clearly not. It's just and a we're total 17th. disaster. Yeah, we are. So we're, it's only at a different level. Um, which I suppose is technically the next level. Unfortunately, and he wants to play said, European football. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I sort of think that I, I sometimes think that sort of you know playing for the manager and it's a lot of the kind of psychological things are slightly vacuous or not true. I sort of think that when when you run out and all you've ever done is play football since you're a kid, you sort of some instinct makes you want to beat the other team. You know. So so that weird. I think it's difficult if you actively want to sort of sulk in front of a large crowd in a football match. You know, like as you said, Jim, you. You did sort of see it with Jermaine Defoe. Uh, Sorry, um, with Pyatt on Wednesday night. Yeah, no yeah. question, no question. I, I mean, would say against Arsenal as well. I mean, I, 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 yeah, less, maybe less, less so, so but maybe less so. I, I, you know, Billich in the press press conference afterwards did talk talked about, talked the about the intensity, yes, but he yeah. talked about it primarily about lacking it in training. Yeah. And that that's not carrying through into matches, so that there's a kind of sense in which you know he, he felt there's a kind of obviously a kind of complacency is yeah. has crept in. Uh, you know, but you can't overplay injury. Injuries really do affect affect yeah, you badly. Yeah. You know, we've we've if well, we'd have had if we'd have had a fit um, Sacco, fit fit Cresswell for from right the way right the way through the season. Um, fit Andy Carroll to come up, at least come off the bench as as he did on um, Saturday. We we wouldn't be where we are, I don't think. Well, um, you know, does it, uh, well. I mean, I'd like to just see if we can we can nail a little bit of this kind of psychological problems and what's happening to the spirit and intensity because some of those players were injured when we you know beat Palace and drew with Middlesbrough and seemed to have a bit of a renaissance when we beat well, Chelsea. Well, it was Cresswell's return. Beat Palace, Chelsea, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Was, he did make a difference. Yeah, I mean, if, you know, if it really, I mean, well then. If we have finished with psychology, this, the, the kind of the, the injuries, we then have to probably talk about the transfer yeah. window. I mean, yeah. I, I, but I do. I'm reluctant <coughs> to leave the subject of morale and what's happening in the dressing room because I think something is happening in the dressing room. Mm. I think something is lost. I think, you know, there's a lack of confidence, that lack of pressing from the players that did play on Saturdays. You know, you know I thought that as much to do with players that were missing or injured, the players that did turn out and put the shirt on and play on Saturday. There's a problem with them as well. So, yeah. you know, you can't entirely go, oh, it's just injuries, it's just injuries. It's also a terrible lack of I'm not saying that, but I'm, uh, they... they they do kill. T- I mean, you know, they, they, yeah, you know, they, are, they, they do it's cause real problems without doubt. But, but I, you know, I think you confident. Know. We've seen it. Teams that struggle, teams that, are, that, 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 you know, confidence is a massive thing in sport generally, and obviously in football. And 
you know, we, we concede and you, and heads go down and you can see heads go down. And, and, and of course the fact is we're not taking chances like we were no. last season. We, you no. know, we'd go two nil down like we did a say at Norwich last season. And you thought, oh no, we're, we, we've got, we've got Pi, we've got Moses, we've got, we've got players. We'll be, we, you know, we'll score. I mean, yeah. we, you know, um, back end of last season going into this season, we went on, I think one of the longest consecutive scoring runs in league football mm. in the club's mm. history. Yeah. So we were always in there likely to get a goal. Now it's just one, though, isn't it? You know, yeah. last season it was like um, to get you know, two again. You know, a lot of uh, set yeah. pieces and corners and, yeah. you know... Pyatt's corners on Saturday were just <coughs> embarrassing. Oh, I don't think he's cleared the first man all season, has he? No, it's yeah. embarrassing. Um, but the one thing that we as supporters can obviously make a difference with is the atmosphere in the ground. And the, there is no doubt at home games the atmosphere is just terrible. Yeah. It, as soon as there is a setback... It, it just the whole place just deflates. Yeah. And now whether or not that's because there are a lot of people there who are going for the first time and good luck to them. But there is not the hardcore intensity. <coughs> there aren't areas around the ground where you just know are going to keep... Are you in favour of the move to the new stadium? Mm-hmm. I'm still yet to make up right, my mind, to right, be honest. Yeah, you're on the fence. I would... I'd quite like to see us change formation a bit. I would like to see us, if we're going to go for three at the back and keep it, because we, we sort of put three at the back on as a, band, as a, as a band-aid for a problem, but now Absolutely. we're sticking with it. Yeah. Uh, but if we do stick with it, I, I wonder whether we should try the Harry Redknapp version of that, which was, so we have our three central defenders, we have two wing-backs, we have two people sort of holding... Uh, you'd say uh, Obiang and Noble or Or Obiang and Chiati. You have a playmaker in front of them, I would say Lanzini, and then I would say play Paye and Carroll up front or Paye and Sacco up front uh, or drop Paye. But Paye has a shot on him, you know, and actually he's very good inside the penalty area. All that having, like Di Canio used to have, having the kind of calmness to have the ball inside the team's penalty area, but keep it and keep jostling for, for position until he can find a way to kick it into the goal. I think that's a very good striker's instincts. He has a lot of the wherewithal to be a striker, so playing him up front. Or you could switch it and play him in the holding role, like it seemed to be more central for France, in which he had some fantastic games in that European tournament. In a more, a lot of the play was coming through him. Yeah, he's still played yeah. on the left side though but came, but he comes but inside, came a lot. inside a lot and it felt yeah. like he was more of a linchpin in that front yeah. it felt like all the french team knew this guy is mustard you know he's obviously you know in 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 actually <coughs> classic paille way as as the euros yeah. went by he became slightly worse in every game mm. but more um, than, yeah. i mean the thing is couple, the thing is well you know we've got we've got to start putting some points on the board sunday apart then we we got a run of four games that could be you know season Win defining a, yeah 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 because you got um you got Burnley Hull Swansea, Swansea and Leicester yeah, like Allardyce's February that and, you know, and basically you know, one month that that that's yeah. you know and you've got to say well you know you need minimum seven points really yeah, from those yeah. games yeah. to kind of start to ease any kind of worries i suppose and even that might not get you get you clear that far clear i think there's a huge problem with and, not knowing where goals come from i think you know brian has got has got a point that uh, you can you uh, in in the past that game that floodlit game against burnley mm. next week um in, in at upton park that, under the lights 
Banker. A game that game that really, really everyone's got to be up for. The crowd would know how important that yeah. game was, and they'd be up for it. I think they will. They be. can't fill the bloody place next for that. Oh. You know, they, they, they're, they're trying to knock off tickets cheap now, aren't oh, they? Yeah. So you just know that that in, from the crowd, that intensity is not going to be there on Wednesday night, and they'll be sitting back expecting things to happen. And this crap about that tickets as well that Burnley haven't taken up their allocation. Do me a favour. That's well, not why they can't flog the tickets. That's I, no, think, I think it's going to no, be I a hard the, game. The people is. that are there will, you know, want. They're not suddenly not going to want us to win. I no, no, no. I don't think be, that. I think there'll be not. an atmosphere. I think there'll be an atmosphere. Mm. I don't think it's going to be. You know, might be a bit. You know, I don't know. I think there'll be an atmosphere. I think games under the lights have a bit more of a feel to. You know, the Chelsea game was that was uh, the Chelsea we game. Was Chelsea, was the, we, you know, we didn't go. Mm. Oh, we're going to lose this. This is going to be, and it's really mm. quiet, and no one's interested. And they're going. Oh, this new stadium is awful. Popcorn, blah blah blah. You know, people went. This is a game. We will sort of try and win this football match. And that was the most exciting game of the season by thus far, far, wasn't by it? Far. Mm, it was a good yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I think people will. You know. Because no. we, we did a double over Chelsea the year we got relegated. One of the years we got relegated. Yeah, we did. We? We did. No, we did, yeah. He says gloomily. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I, I think that some, some kind of, you know, change to the formation might, might help. Some way of just... Because, the, you know, our inability to capitalise on, on, on periods of kind of dominance has, has been a problem. We, we sort of got away with it a few times. But yeah. I mean, Stoke, Stoke could have been a win instead of a draw. You know, we... we well, it should have been. We were sort of all Again, over them in the first half. Been, yeah. We were all over them in the first half. And... Uh, if Adrian had stayed at home, then it would have been. Yeah, you know, but yeah, yeah. I can't say I agree with you, Phil, about this idea of suddenly turning Paye into a striker. I mean, you look at midfield players, and Trevor Brookington, he started as a striker, and they played him up front in the early years of his career, and he generally found himself getting booed off the pitch. He always said himself afterwards that wasn't his position, playing with back to goal, and that <coughs> sorry, excuse me, that instant instinct you need in the box. He never had it. He's probably you know he's one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player we've ever had. Oh, he's good in the box though. I'm just or I'm just going another guy, another striker, a way to have two people up front, and yeah, it could be it could be Andy Carroll and Antonio. You know, Sacco's not for or Antonio. Antonio's just not we, got a shot, and he's not good in the box. We need to get that striker that we just couldn't get hold of in the summer, and we're not going to get one in January, no, are no, we? No. Well, we might get one. I just don't. I'm not so convinced he's going to be any better than what we've got. You know, the the, the problem is that we've got we've got. Well, bodies we've got strikers mm, we've got people mm. who could be put on the pitch but, but well, none of them knows where the to, goal is but, I, but you know if you play them one at a time I, th- I mean, you know I just think you've got to other teams find a way of including two people that can put the ball in the net you know um, and you know you see you know, Stoke will come out and they'll have Alnautovic and Waters they found a way to include them even though they tell you they're playing 4-5-1 or some formation there are two blokes who at school were good at putting a, a ball in a goal <coughs> and, and for years now, other teams have been do- teams have been doing that all the time, and people still kind of go, "Oh, Phil, no one plays four four two And you're going, there, "Look, there are in that team's got two. Well, I love four four two, and I mean it won Leicester the league last year. I've no yeah, problem with four four two. You just have to have the right people in the right places, don't you? I mean, if Carroll, if we could now get the rest of the you know what's left of the season out of Carroll, that would be great. But we, you know, we've not had a striker in the last three years who's know, we talk about twenty goals a season. We can't even get him to play twenty games a season. But I mean, Sacco, w- when when he went into a one up front 
formation, he scored less. You know, it was like, you know, people were hard on Valencia, but Valencia helped Sacco score goals uh, the season, you know, our season, mm. that little spell under Allardyce, that first half of the season. They played two up front, and Valencia was, uh, you know, like the Peter Beardsley to Gary Lineker's Gary Lineker. You know, it's like Beardsley would help Lineker to score goals, you know, and. Um, having two of them, you know, Frank helped Tony score a lot of his goals as well as scoring goals on his own. Mm. You know, it's like maybe these guys need a bit of help if you keep only playing one of them up front. And we've seen a lot of Andy on his own up front under Allardyce and, you know, like away at Spurs last season when we tried 4-5-1 and he was jogging around the pitch to keep warm, you know, because he was getting no service. So, I mean, I think, you know... And getting people, slagged off by people for not closing down the goalkeeper by some people. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I mean... Not that we would slag anybody off for closing, not closing down a goalkeeper, would we, Phil? I don't really understand <laughs> who's the target of that. So is that me? So I suppose I it, I suppose it it's me, but I, I can't it answer it I don't understand it. Uh, I, right, so closing down goalkeepers is bad. You shouldn't do it. Is that... I don't, I don't understand. Right. Decanio did it, and like he was good, and he closed the goalkeeper down, and that's good. Um, he was in. So, do you think that? Do you think that we should do business in the transfer window? I think we'll have to. Yeah, uh, we're still desperate for a right back. Yeah, a, a good. I right don't think back. they're going to do that, but I think it could oh. be transformative if yeah. we got. You know, well, what's happened to Sam Byram? Do you think he's a really good right injured. back? I mean, I, you know, I think he's potentially I'm, a really good right back. I know that Lee... He should have been... He should have been... He should be the number two. He should be your, your you know, your number two. We needed a Premier League-ready, good-quality attacking right back. And uh, that was so obvious. It was desperately you know, needed. And there was the great... The great in, and well, the one area where Bilic, I love him, but he was definitely culpable, was this crackpot plan to make Antonio a right back. Yeah. And he really believed and I think he a lot was going to do that. Policy and was, I could see the thinking behind it. But the transfer it, but policy was, was built around him as well, totally, wasn't it? Completely. So, you know, Fagouli and, and Torre, and, oh. you know, yeah. they, were, they were brought in. Yes, I mean, you know, part of the problem with this On the season, understanding that Mickey would be right back. the problem with was entirely to do with uh, defence. You know, we never... We... we well, and we sold no the player no, who filled in yeah. really well at right back a lot of the time. No yeah. conversation was had about a backup left back, so we waited till Cresswell got injured on the eve of the transfer yeah, window. Yeah, and then panic bought one. one. And it's mm. like, you know, we're, not only are we a top-flight football team, we're <coughs> moving into a 60,000-seater stadium to put us on a kind of par with top six sides, and we begin, we, we're, uh, we're going to start a new season with one left back. Then that left back gets injured just before the transfer window closes, and they go, "Oh, we might need another left back." And you go, "Well, now you need two. Now you need two, you idiots!" Um, and they bought, you know, they bought uh, Masuaku, and there's no other backup left back. Then Masuaku gets well, injured. particularly if you're going to play behind Pae as well. You know, you really are going to have to put in a shift, aren't you? Yeah, and just any team has two people in every position. Especially one that plays in a 60,000-seater stadium. Hasn't got two players in each position. Like a Cup Scout team. 
You know, it's, it's just insane. And, and you know, that seems to me... And kind we just of kept on fault. getting more and more midfielders yeah, the yeah. whole time. Yeah. And that seems to me Bilic's fault. And, and the right-back thing was, was, okay, even if it is Antonio, you, you suddenly don't fancy... You know, I remember that one-two Byron played with Paye in his no, first game. Wrong. I think he was good, good. And Ipswich yeah. fans yeah. go, he's good. You've yeah. bought one of our but best players. he would have players. been one. Yeah. You needed another, another one, one preferably more experienced right. and a bit yes. better at the yeah, moment. Yeah. But also, yeah. possibly... Well, Aviola you know, was experienced, isn't he? He's just about 103 yeah. and less fit than I am, I think. Really good right back. He ought to come and join me in row 73, because by the time you've been up there a couple of times, you are pretty fit, I can tell you. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, really good right-backs in the traditional, like, you know, Lee Dixon and Nigel Winterburn probably convert quite well to be wing-backs because they're often up and down a lot. You know, uh, they're good at crossing. Um, uh, when he decided to play wing-backs, you know, Arbeloa, absolutely, because of his advanced years, it's, it's hard to imagine him being a wing-back. Yeah, totally. um, oh, it's just embarrassing, just wasn't it? Just can't get up and down oh, without oh, speed. So the weekend, I mean, Monreal just took him to the cleaners every yeah. time. It yeah. was just embarrassing. So you know, I, I think probably because Byr- because a lot of Ipswich fans said Byron's like a you know he's got all the skills of a midfielder. Uh, so he'd probably be quite a good quite a good wing back. He is currently injured. Yeah, but so he was played in midfield quite a bit by yeah. these. You know, no, so no, you I can't, can't. Yes, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's going to be addressed at all, unfortunately. Oh. I, th- I think a really shrewd bit of business would be to buy, just try and get someone's, you know, like, even their spare, you know, if you could, I don't think we can, we sort of coax Trippier away from Spurs or something like that yeah, on a yeah. loan, you know, that would be transformative, I think, you know, if Cress was going to come back. But I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll... I think they'll sort of go for. I think they'll spend the whole. Strikers. Well, no, I think they'll probably spend the whole of the window uh, chasing strikers who they've got no chance of signing, mm. yeah. and making you know making big big statements about it. I mean, a lot of the transfer window in the summer was wasted by this by this very publicly trumpeted search for the marquee yeah. striker. Yeah. You know, or Lacazette is going to come all and getting linked to it. These people were never going to come. I wish, no. to West without Ham. wishing to sound too you know. much like a broken record, so much of that was about selling tickets it for was. the new stadium. Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah. You know, you cannot say the move has had no serious effect on that club. I mean, I believe it's ripped the heart and soul out of it. It has certainly certainly been a major contributory factor well, uh, to the, the, the lack of form, the lack of team uh, it, it, quality that we have at the moment. Yeah. It uh, won't be the first... It's not the first move to a stadium that's... I mean, we know that they, we, you know, they are problematic. St mm, Mary's was sure. a tough well, one. Southampton couldn't Southampton. buy a point in the first um, part of the season. You know, even, you know, how, how, long, how long were the Arsenal Emirates before they won anything? Mm. You know, having been on this very long... You know, streak of winning trade. Yeah. At least they would. You know, if they were didn't threaten to win the league, they would always pick up the League Cup or the FA Cup, wouldn't they? For years, you mm-hmm. know, under Wenger. Mm-hmm. But when, you, when you've got Arsenal, up. when you've got Arsenal fans singing at you, is this a library? That yeah. hurts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's going to be difficult, isn't it? Uh, we. Um, uh, we could talk about the Liverpool game now. Let's uh, let's do that. But it's uh, um, yeah. I, I, there's there feel, it feels like there's got to be some business in the transfer window. Uh, I, I'm I'm not sh- okay. sure it'll um, be. Uh, there will be, but yes, as you say, I'm not sure. You can't be it's a difficult time. But we don't generally. No. 
usually do that well in the January window anyway, do we? Because you are under pressure. You, people will look at you. you Savio? We got him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, the, you know, the, the, the easier thing to do if you're a canny is just try and get a kind of really good right-back from somewhere. Well, I think well, one of the questions is who is going to be conducting the business in the transfer window, isn't it? Is it going to be Sullivan again? Is it going to be Billich? Is Billich still going to be there? If well, we I think don't, it's a mixture of the two, um, isn't I it? I absolutely mean? agree with Jim that these next four games coming up are absolutely crucial. And if we don't get seven or eight points out of them, there is every chance that Billich won't be there. Now, of course, if they axe him yeah. after, say, the Leicester game, then there's precious little time to get a new manager in to start doing the transfer business that we would need. And it ain't going to be pretty. No. Um... Noble is, uh, Noble, I, I thought against Arsenal was just very strange. I mean, I don't know if there's no movement in front of him, and that's the problem, you know. Uh, when we were really firing last season, he was joining up in attacking moves with... Yeah, he's with, been poor, I think, for he, the season so far. Just, you get his turn, and everything's just very sideways. He was really... But no fans one's, were starting to get on his back on No one's moving was, for him. There no. is no movement. I mean, what's he supposed to do, you know? I mean, he, he's got the ball. No, but that's, he is yeah. the one who is trying to find the ball he's, he's the one who never hides and there are players out there who really don't want it and are, have, have disappeared I, I, I'm, well, I'm not having any criticism of Mark Noble in all of this he, he is the one No, but I'm, observing, a, I'm a, observing that he's not playing very well and that if that's a it's not again it's a, it's not a question of hating them and their families. Oh, I, I don't I, know Fletcher's I, family. <laughs> I don't know his family. I, don't, I, I have no, I have no sort of vendetta personal. against them. But all I'm saying is he played very badly on Sunday. He played, played football. The game of football was not advertised to its fullest extent by the feats of Mr. Mark Noble on Sunday. He, and, on, you know, in his defence, he was the one who went looking for the ball and tried to get something going and nobody around him seemed very interested. It's, you know, we all know with football, if you don't fancy it, you can suddenly, or well, not for me, Noble does get involved, you get, yeah. you get a stick from people. Billy Bonds didn't always have the greatest possible game ever, did he? But um, nobody no, but ever. I'm, I'm, but but we know what players like Bonds and and Noble now brings yeah. to the side. And yeah, I tell I'm you, not, what, if we if we had a few more Mark Nobles on there at the moment and a few less Paes and various others who just go missing, we probably wouldn't be. Well, is it just Pai? Because Lanzini seems to. I think Lanzini plays to a certain level in every game. I don't think he hides. No, no, Lanzini. I've got no problem with Lanzini. So one player. Sort of one, you know, Pae is Pae is the problem because last because last season there seemed to be Mark Noble played better, and so I'm trying to just just out of interest uh, sort of ascertain what's wrong uh, with our. No, I'm not blaming. Player. I'm not blaming everything on Dimitri Pae. What I'm saying is that Mark Noble he goes looking for the ball. He looks up and what has he got? What are his options? Yeah. And time and time again it is a sideways ball he'll play that he'll move again he'll look for the return and nobody in front of him is moving you watch the Arsenal movement at the weekend yeah. and they were like yeah. they'd get the ball yeah we, yeah we we yeah. you know we sort of said that to yeah, each yeah. other didn't we at some point where there was a point where they won the ball and instantly there's six players yeah, flying yeah, forward yeah, yeah. ahead of the ball yeah. it, you know it's a team yeah. we're, we're a team at the moment not playing as a team uh, no. uh, and, and you know that is the marked difference I think think from yeah. 
from a point of mm. last season when we were doing that. Yeah. People knew their jobs, and a lot of it was to do with the fullbacks. Like, Cresswell and Jenkinson knew their jobs. They were like traditional yeah. fullbacks that when, the, when a break happened, they sort of bombed forward yeah. and uh, took up positions where they could either overlap with their winger or get into a position to cross if the ball got sprayed out wide. So they, you know... They're the big problem with the, the the lack of replacement of those two. It was a massive problem with the beginning of the season. Yeah. Then, yeah. then Cresswell did come back, but we still had a kind of right side problem with which yeah. we haven't addressed. Um, and yeah, absolutely, it is kind of movement in front of him. It's why I wonder whether really making someone go into that number 10 role and go, mm. we're going to play through you mm-hmm. and maybe having two people in front of them in, in like Harry's version of Well, I, I you know, we back. did love that formation under Harry. Um, I can't see Billich doing it personally, but no. I, I, I don't disagree with you in terms of the principle of it. I mean, I think how, there's a big however in all this, which is that, you know, um, we have been in the part, we've seen it all before, we have been in deeper shit than this, we have had a worse team than this, there have been quite a number of spells in quite a number of games this season where we have played well and dominated mm. games, we were excellent for a lot of the game at Spurs, for yeah. example, mm. and actually exposed their lack of pace at the back, I thought, for yes. much of that game. So... You know, it, it's it's it is a question, and it's cl- it's a question of things clicking and confidence coming. But, uh, so uh, that game against Burnley uh, it could be a season turning, yeah, a really important yeah, game. Yeah. And and just some performance at Anfield. Don't yeah. cave in. You know, ballsy, get stuck in, get on the front foot. Yeah. Don't get walloped at, at Anfield. It's absolutely crucial, I yeah, think. Come life, away from that, with, at least with heads yeah, held high, yeah. feeling as though we've put in a, a, a performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind. Nobody's going to mind if we get beat there, because that's, that's probably going to happen. But you, it is absolutely crucial that it doesn't go 4-1, 5-1, 4 It's really important that we uh, It's really easy to take back. part in it. I mean, you know, like the, the, worst, you know, the, the worst performance on Sunday was the first half, where we went in one all. You know, mm. and uh, um, uh, was it Manchester United? Where we, oh, we went one. We scored. We in the scored very. Well, sorry, uh, in Arsenal. Oh, Arsenal. Sorry, did yeah. we score early in the second half? <coughs> we went. No, we no, scored after they put three in. Yeah. But um, so you know, we were only one nil down at half time. But we played appalling. It's really easy to take part in a game. It happened a lot yeah. under Allardyce, yeah. where. It's like a training game for the other team. You are presenting some sort of obstacle. You're like yeah. the people with fluorescent sort of thing bibs on. And, and, but you're not really they causing that, them any problems. They did that typical Arsenal thing of trying to walk it into the goal for the first yeah. 20 minutes, yeah. didn't they? And we were lucky because they yeah. carved yeah. us open time and time well, and time again. Yeah. I mean, Whereas, we one nil down <coughs> until the 72nd minute, I believe. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it was quite a yeah. considerable portion of the game. Yes, yeah. yes. And then, oddly, we played better in the second, second half, half and they scored four goals against us so yeah. it's really you know who knows but the but the you want to be making a nuisance to us we're making the other team's life really hard and things like City away last season that's what we did they just they found it really difficult to play us mm. you know they, they, they were going this is really difficult and actually at home as well Song was was making Toure's life miserable in that game and um you know, if you can just get to that, being a nuisance, being a nuisance to the other team. So where is the confidence gone? I mean, yeah. where, why isn't the confidence there anymore? Difficult, isn't it? I mean, something's yeah. happening behind the scenes. And yeah. 
you know, I don't know if like sort of you know, Paye's um, unease is kind of somehow catching or something, but I think it might. I think it might be. Yep. You know, I, I I can see a situation where, you know, if players think that the manager's tactics are wrong, you know, a, a, a kind of lack of faith is infectious. He's getting paid a lot more than any of the others, and uh, he barely breaks sweat. And uh, yeah, I, I'd be a bit pissed off if I were a professional mm. footballer watching that. Happen. We probably need to wrap this up now. So yep. let's have predictions for Liverpool at weekend. Nil three, and we'll nil lose three, three nil. I think. Yeah, yeah. Phil. One all. One all. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. Brian? Uh, I think we'll do well to lose 2-0. Two 2-0. Nil. Two nil. We'll lose 2-0. Nil. So 2-0, 3-0, nil, 1-0. Nil, I'm going to say Liverpool 1, West Ham 2. Uh, my name is Phil Whelans. With me being uh, Jim Grant. Cheerio. Phil Nice. Hello. Bye-bye. Brian Williams. Au revoir. Come on, you irons. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for The Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.